0: Attention Ditto Heads. Attention Bo Scouts goes by the pseudonym Bo Snerdly. It's time for the soul of excellence.
1: He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The
0: rush hour is on
2: the air. Rush Rush.
0: Now here's Bo Snerdly.
2: Welcome to your Tuesday, Bo Snerdly Rush Hour. It's Tuesday. That's Mark Stein Day here. On Boston Early's Rush Hour, if you want to be part of the program today, 800-848-WABC. i the number to call, 800-848-9222. And we look forward to speaking with you. There is all kind of, of course, news out here. The news never stops. Uh, for you folks out there that are concerned about what's going on in East Palestine... You know, that's out of the headlines now. But uh, there is a story today, you can find it at the Daily BS, that the Joe Biden uh, Environmental Protection Agency has decided they will not test. They will not, that is not, test for dioxins, for chemical compounds in the aftermath of that train derailment. Now, obviously, if they don't test, they can't find anything. So they can just tell you, hey, everything's fine, go drink the water, uh, do whatever you were doing before, life is good.
0: Did you see the other side of that story today? No, what
2: is the other oh, side of that well, story? well,
0: it's so safe that they're now shipping the water and soil from the train
2: derailment Down site. Down to Texas? To Texas and Michigan,
0: uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I guess it's really safe.
2: Yeah, how are the Texans going to uh, respond to that? Well, I...
0: they didn't tell them it was that they were shipping it there, they found out afterwards. So they're a little upset.
2: You know, (laughs) I'm not laughing because of it. It's just strange. Mayor Adams is going to uh, upset a lot of people. Mayor Adams uh, says that there should be no separation, no separation of church and state. And he has declared himself a servant of God. Mayor Adams Servant of God. He said that God. He said that God told him to become mayor of New York. In that case, why did he have to run? He just should have said, "I'm the mayor." Uh, The tone came. uh, The tone was set with this new revelation that there should be no. Separation of church and state at New York uh, City Library Central Branch in Manhattan. His chief advisor in City Hall, Ingrid Lewis Martin, introduced him at an event saying that the mayor's administration does not believe it must separate church and state. And Mayor Adams said, Ingrid was so right. Don't tell me about. No separation of church and state. State is the body. Church is the heart. You take the heart out of the body, the body dies. I can't separate my beliefs because I'm an elected official. When I walk, I walk with God. When I talk, I talk with God. Preach it, brother. And when I put policies in place, I put them in with a godlike approach to them. That's who I am. Oh, so it's a godlike approach now to fire people and not let them get their back pay and sick the FBI on them and stigmatize them because they didn't follow your COVID mandates, huh? That's, your, that's God telling you to do that, huh, Mayor Adams? Blame it on God because Mayor Adams is merely the servant of God. That's God telling you to hang out with all those celebrities instead of taking care of the, the the rampant crime running on in New York City, huh, Mayor? That's God telling you to do all of that, huh? Yeah, baby. Preach it, brother man. That's God talking, and Mayor Adams is just the servant. If you all saw that video last week, that was so uh, depressing and disturbing—that huge seventeen-year-old who literally slammed into this woman. She took his uh, a, a teaching aid. She took his uh, what was it? His Nintendo something or another, his Nintendo Switch. And I mean, literally, he f- flew off the ground. That hit her. She flies off the ground, hits the deck unconscious. He then jumps on, he kicks her first, before bending down over her and beating the living snot out of this woman. I mean, I wanted to say something else, but you have the beating is one that you would not believe. It is so horrific. Anyway, this little 17-year-old in Florida will be tried as an adult. He faces 30 years. Now, there have been reports that said that this was a special needs kid, and I don't know what to believe. I don't know whether to believe that he's just another one of these little hoodlums or whether he has some serious mental issues that, I mean, how do you do this? But despite being a minor, the Seventh Judicial Court of Florida has transferred his case to an adult case. He's being held on a $1 million bond and faces an aggravated battery charge that could end up him in jail for 30 years. China, China is upset with us because of the story from the Department of Energy, their report that concluded it was most likely a lab leak over in China behind the COVID pandemic. The Chinese are saying, no way, Jose. It wasn't us. We didn't do it. Nobody saw us do it. You can't prove anything. Meanwhile, Brian Mask, the Republican congressman from Florida, has introduced legislation in the House that would hold the Chinese Communist Party accountable for COVID-19. We shall see if anything ever, ever comes of that in the age of bite me, of Joe Biden. We're going to take a break early because it is Tuesday, and we cannot wait to hear from America's undocumented anchorman, Mark Stein. And we've got a whole host of things to ask Mark about, including the case before the student uh, before the Supreme Court today over giving money away to students to help them pay their loan or forgiving their loans. So all that and more when we get back. Eight hundred eight four eight W A B C. Earth, Wind, and Fire chase us in mom and we are coming back in a moment don't go away
0: 77 WABC. He's always mistakenly British. Teen Crumpets, Cheerio! But he's really a Canuck, known on all seven continents. Oh, I know who you are. America's <laughs> undocumented anchorman. He's a recording star and a TV star. Tuesdays, James Golden, A.K.A. Bose Nerdly presents Mark Stein.
2: America's undocumented anchorman, he doesn't say that he's a servant of anyone, but that doesn't stop him from having the most unique opinions on planet Earth, and we're happy to have you, Mark, welcome, how are hey, you today? I'm doing great, James, good to be with you. Like, Mark, you know, we've got a case up at the... First, no, no, not going to start with the Supreme Court. I'm going to start with you people up north, Mark.
3: (laughs) Okay.
2: More Canuckophobia. Canuckophobia is right, Mark. Your people... Let me just read the headline, folks. Canada moves one step closer to euthanizing children. Critics are slamming this reckless and horrible panel, urging the Canuck government to pass laws allowing minors under 18 they have terminal illnesses. They can die by assisted suicide. What is yeah. wrong with you people?
3: Well, that's actually a very good question. Uh, if by you people you mean Canadians, on the present scale of euthanasia, the place is going to be empty in uh, a couple of decades. Uh, Canada—it's not It's not really funny. It's actually disgusting. Uh, But, you know, California and Canada have about the same number of people, about 39 million Californians, about 39 million Canadians. And they both passed their uh, uh, basically uh, assisted suicide laws the same time. I think it was 2016. Uh, Since that time, uh, California has managed to use those laws to dispose of three and a half thousand people. Canada, as I said, with the same population, has managed to kill more than 10 times that number. So in other words, you know, as crazy as Californians are, uh, they're not they're killing people on a tenth of the scale that uh, the Canadian state is. And it's ext- it's extraordinary to me how Canada has become this huge killing machine. There's a couple of countries a bit like it in uh, Europe, um, but nothing on the scale of Canada when it comes to so-called assisted suicide, which can mean anything. Oh, I'm a, I'm feeling a bit depressed today. Oh, really? Why is that? Well, I, I woke up this morning and uh, switched on the TV and... I discovered Justin Trudeau, still prime minister. Oh, well, why don't you just take a couple of shots of this and that problem will go away, as will you. I mean, this is a this is an extraordinary level uh, of medically, whatever they call it, medically, uh, medical assistance in dying. Yeah. Yes. That's great. Medical assistance in dying. By, by the way, there's been quite enough of that during the COVID years, because uh, <laughs> oh,
2: the entire
3: me- the entire medical system, uh, both sides of the border, was totally, oh, we're doing this to protect granny, but all the granny, in New York State, you know this, all the grannies died. Uh, same thing up in the Canadian so-called care homes. It's almost, and, and every Western nation right now has huge amounts of excess mortality, which when you look at it means these young and middle aged people dying 20, 30, 40 years before their time. There's a whole culture of death across uh, the entire Western world, but Canada, uh, for those of us who like the idea of Canada being number one and kicking America's butt, Canada is leading the world in killing its citizens.
2: What is behind this? I mean, I understand that, 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 that people in extreme conditions, uh, suffering extreme pain, may want some sort of relief or could just get tired of the fight. I get that. But for a government to say we're doing this on the scale that Canada's doing it, the scale that even the scale that California and Oregon are doing it, hmm. what is behind this?
3: Well, I think there are I think, in societal terms, there are an awful lot of unhappy people out there, which is when you look at suicide rates, when you look at fentanyl deaths, when you look at whatever you uh, by pretty much any indicator, there are a lot of unhappy people out there at the same time you have uh, not to be cynical about it, but at the same time, the state. In, in sophisticated Western nations have a big problem. They have all these welfare systems that were basically designed in the 1930s. As you know, Social Security and everything uh, all comes from uh, FDR uh, in, the, in the 1930s. And since then, people have basically developed the idea that they'd like to live... Uh, Thirty, you know, the last thirty years of their life in retirement, often, you know, with very expensive medical conditions for the final decade of that time, and they' in a, in a at a certain in a certain sense, for the state to encourage you to get the hell out of here ten, twenty, thirty years earlier makes a makes a crude kind of sense. To them we're going to have a an awful lot once you, in in the Nether in the Netherlands. Uh, uh, they've just introduced, they've they've just uh, legalized uh, the creation of embryos not for life but for the purpose of experimentation. Now, now, you know, fetuses die and people experiment on them but the idea of breeding, of creating uh, new life Uh, for the purposes of – not for the purposes of bringing that baby into the world, but for the purpose of experimentation. I mean, we are deep down into some seriously morally questionable garbage here. I mean, it's – well, it's not even morally questionable. I think that last bit is evil. Um, And the more people get used to it, the more of it's – if you're used to 40 – if you're used to the Canadian state killing 40,000 people – Get used to the Canadian state killing 400,000 people. Good grief.
2: Let's talk about these student loans. Supreme Court took the case today. The Solicitor General, uh, representing the Biden Biden administration, says, well, of course we can do this. We passed uh, the HEROES Act. And... (laughs) and, and, and Uh, I want
3: to I want to pass an act forbidding these stupid acronyms to be used <laughs> in, in acts. Uh I can't say oh the heroes act and the, what, what what is that? I don't even want to know what it stands for. You know so the hero I like what I like about you know what you what about George the 3rd but the T act didn't stand for anything. It was about tea. Tea. Right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it didn't stand for terrible. <laughs> To, you know ter- terrible emergency with americans act it just just stood it just the tea act was about tea why can't we go back to that
2: <laughs> yeah so now the heroes act was passed following nine eleven, and 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 it was meant to help aid iraq and afghanistan veterans hmm. and hmm. so this is what they're claiming gives them the right to do a class action, we forgive your debt for students. And I, my question has always been, why just students, besides the fact that they vote Democrat? Why just students? If you're going to start forgiving debt to take the burden, they say, of debt off of an entire generation, well, the students aren't the only ones who have debt, and our generation has a lot of debt, too. How about us? Well, the whole point about that is that it's actually a massive
3: tran. You know, normally, with with left wing parties, until the day before yesterday, their idea was that they would they were like they presented themselves as Robin Hood. They would take from the rich and give to the poor. The, this uh, student loan forgiveness is a massive transfer uh, from the poor to the rich. So that if you are someone who's uh, working as a waitress and you can't quite make ends meet with that, so you also do a little bit of home cleaning as well, you are going to basically be paying and subsidizing some guy to do a seven-year bachelor's in transgender and colonialism studies. That is a massive trans, and a- not just the transfer, by the way, from the, from the poor to the rich, but one that will incentivize all the most stupid, pitiful, wasteful, decadent, soul crushing aspects of American education.
2: So the Supreme Court justices, some of the conservatives, and, and boy, oh boy, the, I guess the liberals are unhappy about this. <laughs> some of the conservatives are actually questioning this. Oh, no. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Kavanaugh had the nerve, the audacity to say that some of the biggest mistakes in the uh, supreme court 's history were uh, deferring to the assertions of uh, the executive branch use of uh, of of emergency powers like this.
3: I thought he was going to say that some of the biggest mistakes ever made by in history were made by him at high school. I was thinking of his, <laughs> I was thinking of his uh, beer consumption uh, what I like about actually. Here's here's the thing, you know, uh, basically, uh, in 1939, the majority of Americans had an eighth grade education. That's it. Eighth grade. They left school at 13. That's the America that uh, won the Second World War and emerged in 1950 as the dominant power on the planet. Eighth grade America. And now everybody stays in school to 28th grade, and and it's (laughs) absolutely absurd. Uh, I can't get over the cost of the the – you know, people are paying a quarter million dollars to go to colleges nobody has ever heard of outside that town. You know, uh, the nearest college town to me in New Hampshire is Hanover, and that's got one college that a lot of people have heard of, Dartmouth College. Uh, the next town is over in Vermont. That's Burlington College. That's That's got seven colleges, including one that Mrs. Bernie Sanders managed to wreck, so it went out of business. I've never even heard of that before, by the way, <laughs> a college getting so wrecked that it has to close (laughs) down. But that's who I want for Secretary of Education. She did it to whatever college that was in Burlington, Vermont. If she did it to another 30,000 colleges, you might wind up with a viable uh, education system. We should not be going for 28th grade. We should be trying to compress education uh, so that this idea of doing these pointless uh, subjects, seven-year bachelor degrees, all that is killing Killing, killing, killing America.
2: Well, down in Chocolate City, that would be uh, Washington, D.C., for those of you who don't know the popular (laughs) slang term, (laughs) down there in Chocolate City, they passed a new law, Mark. Now, illegal immigrants. And anybody else? You don't have to be a citizen? Um, Come on up and vote.
3: I'm thinking of becoming mayor of (laughs) D.C. And, uh, (laughs) God God has told me to run. He, he, wanted, he wanted that Adams guy in New York, but uh, God has said, no, 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 we, uh, there's no American. This is one of those jobs Americans won't do, so we need you to do, uh, be mayor of D.C. Look, we're hitting all the big topics today. What's <laughs> happened is uh, citizenship has been extinguished. That's what open borders means. It means that to be an American citizen has no value. So if you have open borders, so if some guy who just uh, came across the Rio Grande 48 hours ago and walked into the country has as many rights as you, an American citizen, then what that means doesn't mean you're being nice to Venezuelans or, uh, or Haitians or whatever. What it means is that your citizenship has no value. And so, in a sense, what the District of Columbia is doing is entirely logical. As the left sees it, uh, there is no value to American citizenship. And if you ask them about it, it's because, you know, America is an evil country full of all the bad isms, the racisms and the uh, all the other ones. And so the idea that it's 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 explicitly discriminatory to say that only citizens have the right to vote. There's going to be a lot more of this, and, and I, I only hope that... Because it's not something you want to leave till it comes up before five of nine judges on the Supreme Court. I only hope that the Republicans uh, are going to push back against this, because this is the hill to die on. If, they, if the left is willing to liquidate and abolish your citizenship, and the and the useless Republican Party can't rouse itself to push against that, then there really is no point to them.
2: Well, you know what? I need a vacation. <laughs> I think I'll go on a cruise. <laughs> I need to get away from this yeah. for two weeks in July. Yeah. Well, yeah. All a week. Yeah. So, you got any suggestions? Well, you could
3: come on the Mark Stein cruise. <laughs> James. And in fact, you are coming on the Mark Stein cruise. I tell you what, I'm going to have a word with the Montenegrin government and see if we can get you uh, Montenegrin uh, citizenship. That's a wild mountain kingdom. And I love it. But everybody should have a bolt hole the way things are going. So I'm going to see if I can get you a passport uh, from uh, that or one of the other stops. And we start in Trieste in Italy. And we go uh, to the Greek islands down the Adriatic, and you're going to be there, and Michelle Buckman's going to be there, and we're going to have a grand old time.
2: And uh, people should go to Stein Online, that's S-T-E-Y-N, correct, online. Yep. And they can find out about it. Or you also have a site especially for the cruises. Yeah,
3: we have marksteincruise, uh, dot com, and you can see our uh Fancy little thirty-second commercial, which uh, which you make an appearance in, James. It's pretty. It's pretty cute, and uh, that's at marksteincruise dot com.
2: And I am so looking forward to it, and I'd love to see some of the folks in this wonderful audience join us, Mark.
3: Yeah, no, I would. I would too. We've uh, we got a, we we we've got actually. I think we got more people from California at the moment, so we'd appreciate a few more New Yorkers, and uh, then then we can stage the Super Bowl uh, or whatever on the promenade deck and annoy all the foreigners.
2: Always a pleasure, Mark. The news may not be pleasurable, but talking to you certainly is. And I uh, can't wait till next week. Thank you, my friend. Appreciate it. Thanks a lot, James. Mark Stein, ladies and gentlemen, James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snirley, with you here. It's Bo Snirley's Rush Hour. We are coming back right after this. Rush?
0: This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snerly Bo Snirley on 77 WABC.
1: James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snurdly.
0: This is the Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush. Now why you wanna go and do that, love?
2: Huh? Now why you wanna go and
1: do that and
2: do that? Huh? Now why you wanna go
1: and do that, love? Huh? Now why you wanna go and do that and do
2: that and do that? And do that yeah. WABC Talk Radio 77. Janet brings us back with Q-Tip. Listen, um, folks. Tulane University in uh, Louisiana, and this used to be considered the kind uh, Louisiana, right? You think Bible Belt, right? Uh, this is conservative state. <sighs> Tulane University is holding a genital diversity <laughs> diversity gallery the Genital Diversity Gallery, March 14th. It's featured during the annual Sex Week at Tulane University. They are having Sex Week. And as part of Sex Week, they will have the Genital Diversity Gallery. Now, if you want to know what... Sex week is, listen to this explanation of it, sex week, which takes place between March 13th and March 17th, consists of, quote-unquote, comprehensive, queer-inclusive, culturally specific, sex-positive, sex-health events, and conversations. This is what you're paying to send your kid to go to school to learn higher education in America. America college education in America. You will learn all about comprehensive, queer inclusive, culturally specific, sex positive, sex health, events and conversations. And as part of that, they are going to celebrate genital diversity, ethical pornography, queerness and polygamy. Yes, you heard me right. As part of sex, this is college education. They're going to celebrate general uh, genital diversity, ethical pornography, queerness, and polygamy. The genital diversity gallery will showcase models of genitalia to destigmatize. So they're going to put up models of people's fangs. And they hope that they will destigmatize the genitals by putting them on display in whatever form. There will be models created based on human molding to educate people, like you need an education, about genital anatomy, and that will include assigned male, assigned female, intersex, trans, and with voluntary or or forced surgeries. Yeah, why are you looking at me so strange? I'm just reading what's in the news. Do I really understand all that this is going to be? No. Do I want to understand it? No, I don't. But I'm just reading to you what is being offered to the students attending Tulane University. I guess I'm just trying to process all this. Okay. But if your child is going to Tulane, they're going to have sex week. They're going to feature molded genitalia on display so that you can learn and educate yourself about assigned male, assigned female, intersex, trans, and with voluntary or forced surgeries. Whatever the heck that means. Students can also receive... A Guide to Ethical Porn. So now pornography is ethical. And there will be an event on sensual intelligence. I mean, there's stuff. No, never mind. Okay. By the way, back to the COVID news for a moment. Uh, Pfizer, ladies and gentlemen, Pfizer. According to the FDA, Pfizer's new RSV vaccine for older adults may trigger crippling, potentially deadly, Ghislaine-Bear syndrome in one in about 10,000 patients. So, you know, don't worry about it. It's just one in 10,000 patients that may die or suffer crippling and potentially Deadly glain Bear syndrome symptoms. In clinical trials, two participants in their 60s developed a condition that can also cause crippling pain, muscle weakness and paralysis. One of those patients recovered after three months. The second took six months to get back to normal. But don't you worry about it. Just just an FYI, okay? Let's go to Lou in Staten Island. Head to the telephones here on Boston rush Hour. How are you, Lou?
4: Hiya, Paul. Uh, doing a little better, but I got very sick from the Moderna shot. After the second shot, I, I in five minutes, I ended up in the hospital. I had to rush me to the trauma center. Uh,
2: what? I was
4: there for several, several days. Then after that, I was back and forth, and out of the hospital for a year with chest pains, uh, shortness of breath, dizziness. Until finally, one morning I get up, I could barely move around. And I call 911, and uh, my heart rate had dropped into the 30s, and they had to take me to critical care. They put in a pacemaker, and then a couple weeks later, they said there was something else going on in my heart. They put two stents in, and then my left order and I've never been the same. I've I could barely stay up a couple hours a day, and I asked them questions. They said, oh, don't worry about it. Everything's in the past. Uh, I was 72 years old, perfect health, never took any medicine. Now I'm 74. I take all kinds of medicine, and I got a a short lifespan each day, a couple hours. from the Moderna
2: shot. And just to be, you know, let me just play advocate with you because I have to. How do you know it was the Moderna shot that did this to you? Why do you suspect it was the Moderna shot that did this to you?
4: I took care of my mom for 20 years. I got my mom to lift 102, and then and they said, oh, you have to go for the shot, you you, you rage. I said, but there's nothing wrong with me. I said, okay, I went for the shot, and all this happened to me.
2: Mm-hmm. Now,
4: now I can barely get around.
2: Lou, I hope and I pray that you will find a way that to recover your good health. And I'm so sorry that you're experiencing all of this. It's interesting. Folks, I'm going to tell you, and I've said it again. I've said it before, and I'll say it again. The lack of real information concerning this entire COVID pandemic, in my view, is one of the biggest scandals in human history. Now, we just heard about the Pfizer uh, shot, the latest jab, when you look at China denying that they had anything really to do with the with COVID, and now more and more people, the State Department released this report on the origins of COVID. There's also a story in the day that people are madder at Fauci than they ever have been. I can find that story if you want to. You can look on the Daily BS for it. Um, more people are just angry. And we are just at the tip we had Naomi Wolf on a few weeks ago, and we we have to have her back because the tip of the it, it, we're just at the tip of information that's now finally starting to come out. but now most people want to be just past it, and so there's a lack of interest in some certain parts but I'm telling you the I spoke with a doctor over the weekend who again was just raging angry over the lack of truth that the government was involved in in terms of cures and treatments during the entire pandemic. This is the biggest, one of the biggest scandals in human history. And one day I am hoping that the truth of all of this will come out in a form that people can easily understand. James Golden, a case we're coming back more of your calls coming up, 800-848-WABC, 848-WABC, 848-9222. We're coming back to your calls right after this on Boston Rouge Rush Hour.
0: Rush? This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snerdly. Bo Snerdly. On 77 WABC. It's The Rush Hour with Bo Snerdly. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snerdley. Rush? Rush. Now here's Bo Snerdly.
2: Bruno uh, Mars brings us back from the 24-karat gold album.
0: Showtime. Showtime. Yeah.
2: Yeah, baby. Bruno Mars, let's get back to the phones. I got a little quick story to run by you first. Interest payments on the national debt. We owe so much money, get this, according to the CBO, if you look at the numbers and analyze it, as the Committee for Responsible Federal Budget have done, interest on the national debt is going to end up exceeding what we pay for federal defense this decade. We will be spending more money on interest payments for our debt than our defense budget. Right, and this is not one party. This is not a condemnation of one political party. This is both political parties. This is shameful, and if we do not get a handle on this debt, there will come a day when this, this, this rooster will come home. All right, the chicken gonna come home to roost. Let us go back to the uh, telephones. Amy in Staten Island. Welcome. How are you, Amy?
5: James, hi. Thank you so much. I had a call. I had a pull over my car. I almost passed out when I was listening to that last guy because I never said it out loud before. But after I took the Moderna vaccine, vaccine I developed this mysterious muscle weakness. I, I can't open a potato chip bag anymore. My, I can't button my jeans, my fingers, my legs can't get up like a normal person. I was a gymnast my whole life, an equestrian. I was a very strong, healthy girl, and I just mysteriously started to fall apart after this vaccine. I got foot drop. I can't know. My whole left leg is, like, paralyzed. I can't flex it. These these weird things that doctors don't fully know about, but they've run every test under the sun, and there's no explanation for why this is happening. So I had to just, you know, I hope the other guy's still listening, because when he said muscle weakness, that, you know, I just, I, I and the Moderna, it had a call and just mentioned it. It's still, you know, I know it doesn't mean anything. It's only the two of
2: us. It means a but, lot. And it's not just the two of you, Amy. And that's the thing. It is not just the two of you. Amy, I, number one, thank you for having the courage to call and tell us about your personal health history. I know that's difficult for so many people to talk about what is happening to them. And I can't imagine all that you're going through. But again, we pray for you and hope that you recover as well. Let us go to Marianne in Rockland County. Marianne, how are you?
0: Hi, how
1: are you? Listen, when I got the Moderna boost, I went right home completely paralyzed. My brain was on fire. Not my skin, not my bones. I know my sister because I'm organic eating. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I'm pretty good. And I went back. I I didn't pass away, obviously, and I could move. I'm no longer. But I am not the same. I had to go 911 on Christmas Day, breathing, infections in the respiratory, coughing. My skin is different. And I know it was that darn because the lady in the store said, should I give this boost? to her because the questions I answered put a big doubt in the nurse's mind. And the pharmacist looked at the sheet of questions and answers, thought it over, but not long enough, and he said, i give it to him. I went home. I could not move my pinky finger. lying in bed. And when I told them about that at the store where they gave it to me, they said, that's because you have something wrong with your spine. Hello? Me? It was my fault. And she said, call the CDC. Now, many people are calling them. There's over 10,000 of us that have bad reactions to the, um, the boost. The questions on the boost for Moderna are different than the Moderna vax. I had two vaxes, and to my knowledge, they did not bother me. But I tell you one thing, I am not the same as I was before I got that lousy Moderna boost. Something. you're old, and you you,
2: you must get it. Book. I hear you, Marianne, loud and clear, and everyone else hears you loud and clear. And again, like we told our previous callers, um, we we hope and pray that you will have a complete recovery from all these things you were, these ailments that you were suffering from after you took the boost. Let's go to Wayne in Hyde Park. Wayne, welcome you on WABC.
4: Hello, Bo. First of all, God bless my friend Rush. But um, I wanted to call because of the fact that uh, we need to once in a while lay down our arms and say, okay, now we just need the truth. No one's going to jail. We just got to find out what happened, what's going on, and all those things. Fauci, you're not going to prison. We just need to know the truth. If we had had the truth from our friends over there in China— they might have had a vaccine sitting on the shelf for the thing that they delivered. But since we accused them right away of this whole thing and made it into, like, a situation, they didn't want to come forward and say, oh, yeah, by the way, here's the, here's the chemical compound for how to get rid of this.
2: Wayne, or, listen, or I hear don't... you, but, but, but I think it's wrong to give the, the, the communist Chinese government a pass and give them a way out. Look, what we do know is that they lied to the world. And if they had been forthcoming in their information when this thing got started and also prevented people from leaving their country with it, the world would not have experienced the loss of human life that it did. So I'm not going to give China a pass on this. Oh, time is up, drat. We had so many calls I wanted to get to. May God bless each and every one of you and protect you and your families. I will not be here tomorrow. Dominic will be here. Yeah, I got to do a medical day or two, but I'll be back. So hang in there, James Golden, a.k.a. Snerly. It's been a pleasure to be here today, and I will talk with you soon. Bye.
0: Rush. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snerly. Bo Snerly. On 77 WABC.